This is In the Know for Friday, November 11th, the 315th day of 2022. There are 50 days left in the year. Today is Veterans Day. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll celebrate veterans. We'll also get you ready for the weekend, a weather change in store, plus a chance for you to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling in there to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Yes, my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's Paige. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You wearing red over there? I am. That's uh, for Veterans Day, I it presume. Is. Yes. I heard you wish someone a happy Veterans Day earlier today. So I you're did. you're in the spirit already today. Yes, and it's easier because I get the the letters from school, and I I'm obviously know it's Veterans Day, yeah, but I naturally. know that the kids are wearing. Um, red, white, and blue today, yeah. so I decided to wear red. And I've got red poppies, you know, behind me on the set today, so we're uh, we're honoring veterans wherever we can, and we've got our Armed Forces medley and tribute coming up here momentarily. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even America. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How are you? Good. How are you? I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling free. <laughs> Do you like freedom, Sam? That's usually a good thing. <laughs> Do you like freedom, Sam? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I said yeah. It's usually a good thing. <laughs> said, usually, it's, it's always. Isn't freedom always a good thing? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would think so. <laughs> you, you sound like you sound indifferent, Sam. Let's just get to the Armed Forces Medley. Yeah. You want to do that? Let's pay tribute to all of the veterans this morning with the Armed Forces Medley. And we first say thank you and good morning to members of the United States Coast Guard. Good morning and thank you to the members of the United States Air Force. Good morning and thank you to the United States Navy. Semper Fi and good morning to the United States Marines. Thank you to the United States Army.
If that doesn't make you grateful for freedom, I don't know what will. So we say good morning to all the branches of service, and we thank them for their service, no matter uh, when and where they served our country. And we were talking yesterday about the Space Force, how long before the Armed Forces Medley gets the Space Force added to it. Well, I did find a little factoid that... The Space Force has been, they've had an unmanned plane in the upper atmosphere for almost two years. The space plane has set a record for its longest flight in orbit. The X-37B craft has now been circling the Earth for 902 days, and it doesn't appear to be coming back to Earth anytime in the immediate future. They say, what's going on in the space plane? We don't know. The Space Force won't tell anybody what they're doing. So, there you go. Hmm. There's the additional branch of service for the uh, for the armed forces. I I said this morning that I was not going to I was not going to start naming veterans because I'll leave veterans out and I won't. But I I do want to just share one little uh, I'll call it an anecdote. But I recently learned that a member of our congregation, Luke, has decided in his future he wants to join the United States Navy, and it reminded me that we still need young people to serve our country and maintain our readiness level that if young if we don't have a fair amount of young people that choose to do that it's going to impact our future ability to protect our nation and so anyway i was uh, i was really uh, proud of that decision because young people today have so many options on what they can choose to do with their lives the one that choose the uh, defense and service of our nation are to be commended so for all of them making that decision i certainly uh, appreciate it and in advance appreciate their service. It is a wet day. It's it's at least a wet morning for Veterans Day, as a lot of the veterans headed out to various uh, ceremonies and that uh, to pay honor to today. A rainy morning commute, but we're going to see a little bit of a drier afternoon, and we will in the region. I don't think you're locally in the region. There could be some rain and snow showers overnight. I think that's going to be off to our north. So don't get super excited about that. 62 will be our high today, and then we'll see kind of a gradual falling of temperature throughout the afternoon. Then a period of uh, rain tonight, a low of 36, and then some morning rain tomorrow with a high of 40, partly cloudy, and low 28 tomorrow night. Then Monday, 48, so maybe we'll get close to 50 on Monday. Just looking, I'll be... Because now I can finally look into my travel forecast. I'm going to be traveling in about 24 hours, and I looked, and there's snow in the forecast, and that's not necessarily the oh yeah the greatest thing. Well, it. there's snow in the forecast, and then you have to spend a day out in the elements. Is that right? Well, yeah, not the whole I, day, but about three hours probably. Yeah, and then I get to go inside to a, at least a gymnasium, so that at least be okay. you know controlled temperature of 72 degrees. Won't still. be too bad. Well, the rain uh, that you're having this morning, you have Tropical Storm Nicole. To thank for that. These are the remnants that uh, we came, need it. came through Florida. We definitely do need it. I wish and it would just keep just just go it, the rest it, of the day. It said, you know, like a, a day ago, it said expect a quarter of an inch, and then I noticed in the forecast last night they took they took the forecasted total out, and it made me wonder. I thought, well, maybe we're not going to get as much as they as much as they thought. But the ground will soak this right up, and you won't know in a day or so really that we've had it. If I was uh, say this is the first time we've seen Lake Buckles in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, it had, you know, the early morning hours to accumulate, but it'll uh, it'll evaporate quickly. And talking about the portions of Florida, you know, they just got hit by Ian in the way that Ian kind of uh, crossed Florida instead of traveling up the spine. There are portions of Volusia County, in particular, I think Daytona and those areas, where they hadn't had a chance to recover from Ian, and then they got punched again, and it was eroding some seawalls evacuating a bunch of people that's the other difference too about florida it's just daytona is so flat the beach is so long and so wide that the storm surge come you're so far away from the water but then when the storm surge happens there's nothing to slow it down and it just comes up there and erodes uh, the earth right from underneath your building we'll kind of run through some of the headlines as uh, quickly as we can u.s consumer inflation eased to 7.7 percent over a year ago, I guess eased is technically correct, but I would imagine most Americans aren't feeling much ease in prices. A, an update on the Millwood man who accidentally shot himself inside Caneyville Elementary School on Wednesday. Uh, boy, this the this story certainly got um, state national attention. I, I was I was surprised the number of places that I saw it. 
yesterday, and it was this time yesterday that the identity that uh, 37-year-old Matthew Nash was involved in, then he does face two felony charges. We knew of at least one. Uh, the second felony charge, possession of a weapon on school property and first-degree wanton endangerment over the accidental. But, yeah, it's... Uh, As you should. It got... Uh, it, everywhere, I, everywhere I was listening and looking yesterday, I was like, well, there it is, and, th- and there it is. At least two local races in Kentucky were decided by a coin toss after the candidates ended up with tied votes. One was in uh, Breckenridge County and one was in Meade County. So they and were then in, there was another, too, that's not mentioned in another? this, that it was Butler, Kentucky, which is uh, Pendleton County. Mm-hmm. The mayor's race, I think, was tied 50 to 50. Yeah, well, and this, this, in Breckenridge County, it was a di- it was a magistrate's race. He's got five hundred and seventy two, and then in the Muldraw, I think it was the city council race in Muldraw. The incumbent one in Breckenridge County, I know he uh, he, he or she kept their seat, and then Heads was lucky again, and so they I think they were both Heads. Was it? What don't you have a saying for flipping coins? Oh, tails never fails. Tails never fails. Well. Yeah, heads well, won twice yesterday, um, well, or at least this week. I guess week. I, I wouldn't have been a magistrate then. It's probably a good thing. A state police post four trooper living here in Grayson County has been promoted by the agency. Trooper Blake Owens has been promoted to sergeant. He, along with thirty other troopers, were promoted uh, by uh, were promoted since last year and were recognized by the Kentucky State Police leadership and Governor Andy Bashir at a ceremony earlier this week. So, thanks to uh, Blake for. His service as a as a first responder and law enforcement officer, the governor spoke yesterday in his weekly conference. He said general fund receipts rose fifteen point two percent, or one hundred fifty nine million, over last year. He also mentioned wildfires that are going on throughout the state. As of yesterday morning, Kentucky had fifty two fires in twenty eight counties across the state, covering six thousand acres. The two largest fires in Estill County had burned almost a 1,000 acres, according to the governor. In fact, National Weather Service in Jackson issued a red flag warning for eastern Kentucky on Wednesday. I don't know what the rain will do to help matters. As I say, it's it's, it's not going to just, we're not going to be soaking you know, wet well, after even, this, but it's going to help. Even locally, I know that on, I guess it was Wednesday of this week, it just kept, because I, I, in my office, I can look out the window and see when the fire trucks keep going down, and it's just everywhere. all day. Because mm-hmm. I know that they had, I think uh, Chief Duval told us eight different like brush fires that they had to report to on Wednesday. And when that humidity level drops, it just makes a big difference too. And um, you need to pay attention to those those types of things. Kentucky Democrats lost an initial round Thursday in their legal fight challenging the new Republican drawn boundaries for state legislative. And Congressional Districts Franklin County Circuit Judge Thomas Wingate ruled that the Congressional and State House maps crafted by the GOP dominated legislature early this year uh, did not violate the state constitution. I, I, probably not the last that we've heard of it, but uh, I am curious, going through though, the steps. If they would have said, no, you're right, it is a violation. Yeah, what can they do at this point? I, I'd be interested because, I mean, there were a lot of races that that had a huge impact in. Yeah, and, and well, it's another thing the governor mentioned yesterday was the number of of seats. I, I you know, I, I've had I've had kind of ongoing commentary on this since since Tuesday, and just sort of looking at it. The old adage is elections have consequences. When you overplay your hand, it has consequences. And I think one of the things that Republicans probably are seeing, uh, saw on Tuesday everywhere, was in the voter turnout. If you saw. The way that especially young demographics have started to feel threatened about ways that uh, legislatures are being crafted and decisions are being made. Even those young people are coming back with, you know, lots of enthusiasm to the polling place saying, hey, you know, I've got to stand up for what I think are my rights and I got to think about the future of my country, uh, my commonwealth, my community. So I, I, I would, I really. When you have a supermajority, when you have 80 of 100 seats, and you have basically annihilated the other party, that's basically what you've done in the legislature, you will never, that harmony will never continue in a legislative body at any level, whether it's Frankfurt, whether it's Washington, whether it's Litchfield, Caneyville, Clarkson, you name it. It's just not going to happen. Because eventually there will be division and differences of opinion 
And then all of a sudden you see a f- some type of fracture in the party. And next thing you know is you got two parties and you're already seeing it with what were being labeled the liberty candidates. So within the Republican Party, then you've got this extremely right section. And watch what happens in Washington in the coming uh, term because the the balance of power is going to be so narrow if republicans take control of the house it might be to right at 218 it might be 219 it might be 220 but what does that do it legitimizes the power of the marjorie taylor greens of the world because suddenly they're in play because you've got to play ball with them which you would consider to be more radical and they can hold out for what they want rather than just give in because they're in a very slim minority of the majority and so you'll just see these things continue to ripple out. But it's the old adage of just because you can get everything you want legislatively, there is a recoil to that at some point. Like eventually you over-legislate to a point where people go, you've overplayed your hand, and then they will figure out a way to take it back closer in their direction. And I think we're going to see that in the coming years. Everyone needs to be represented legislatively. Mm-hmm. The first statue of a woman to grace the state capitol was unveiled during a Thursday afternoon ceremony honoring Nettie Depp, the first elected female public official in Kentucky. The uh, Nettie Depp was a pioneer in the field of public education in Kentucky, serving as an elected school superintendent in Barron County years before women were given the right to vote. They had a ceremony in Frankfurt yesterday. You'll remember we had a we had a statue removed from the Capitol, so we had room for one a few years I think ago. This is very well deserved. A- absolutely. And so two things. Uh one, Nettie is a great, great, great aunt, I think, of Johnny Depp. They're related. Are they actually? Yeah, they actually oh, okay. are. And then I was uh, I caught an interview yesterday Terry Miners was doing on this subject, and they were talking about how much they loved the name Nettie, <laughs> and that they thought Nettie was one of those classic types of names that could make a comeback. Well, obviously, my great-grandmother's name was Nettie, so I was like, well, that would be a great name. Like, that's been, mm-hmm. that's been gone long enough that if you... We might see one of those one of those names come back, but she was uh, in 1914. She took the helm as superintendent of the Barron County Schools, becoming the first elected female public official in the county, and that was six years before the 19th Amendment was ratified. She was principal of the Cave City School until 1923. She died of breast cancer in 1932 at age 57. Thank wow. goodness we don't elect superintendents anymore. Yeah, we don't. As I thought that too. Like we don't, we don't do that anymore, do we? I mean, we elect school boards, and I guess they elect superintendents. But WKU came back last night, roared back to defeat Eastern sixty-six to sixty. Sam, I suppose you're happy about that. Yeah, I listened to Topper's just about Colonels. all of it. It was good. I mean, anytime you beat those darn Eastern Colonels, it's a good thing. I glanced in the app to see if it was on, t- if it was televised, and it was not. ESPN Plus. It was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, CBS, I guess CBS Sports app didn't want to tell me it mm-hmm. was on ESPN Plus, because then they would be mm-hmm. handing me over to ESPN Plus. Uh, but I did read where Conference USA has a new television deal with CBS Sports Network and ESPN, and now Conference USA October games, conference games are going to be during the week, mm-hmm. the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Are you okay with that? I kind of like it. I mean, yeah. it, for fans locally, it stinks because, like, if you live in Louisville and you have season tickets to Western, it's tough to run down there on a on a Tuesday night. Sure. But if you are a Western fan that lives in Indianapolis or something where you're probably not going to go anyways, it, it, I mean, it opens up to watch. Because, I mean, what else are you going to be doing on a Tuesday night watching on TV? Helps build the brand. Exactly. And that's yeah. the biggest thing is that you're going to get a lot more people that know. Because people watch the Mac games right now that are on Tuesdays Is that what you Wednesdays. call Mac-tion? Mac-tion. Okay. Yes. All so right, now well, you get, uh, does that start next year? That's, that new deal starts uh, next year, doesn't it? I'm not entirely certain. Yeah, I think it probably starts. does. The Cats are expected to be at full speed next week. So you probably will not see Savir Wheeler or uh, Oscar Shibwe tonight against Duquesne. But the Cats do play tonight in Rupp Arena. And then they host Vandy tomorrow afternoon. 
And that will be uh, at Kroger Field as the Commodores come to town to face the got, Cats. Got your heavy jacket and uh, um, I, gloves on? I, I loaned my jacket to someone else for oh. tomorrow, so uh, he, he may wear a badge. Uh, i got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Veterans Day, as you know. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it in a moment. Some people call it Remembrance Day in, in other portions of the country, uh, uh, other portions of the world, rather. And then it's an outgrowth of Armistice Day. We'll tell you about that again, where it's being celebrated and how many different countries are and how many countries celebrate it like we do. It is also Origami Day today. <laughs> Anybody good at origami that you know? I'm not. (laughs) I just remember I had an art teacher in elementary school that screamed about how much she hated it because we couldn't do it. Really? You all, yeah. you all, she was critical of you because you yeah, do we it? were in like third or fourth grade. And she like just started screaming bloody murder at us because we couldn't do it. Tomorrow is pizza with the works, except anchovies day. My favorite. That, that's my that's my go to, and I don't know that I've had anchovies. I I've had it good. in. Uh, I've had it. In, I've had anchovies in Caesar dressing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're but you don't really know it's there. It's not like I'm gonna go out of my way to put anchovies on my pizza, but I'm not gonna like scrunch up my nose. Right. Tomorrow is chicken soup for the soul day. Sunday is World Kindness Day, and uh, Sunday is also Moms and Dads Day because apparently Mother's Day and Father's Day aren't enough. So, <laughs> well, I mean. There's so many days are kids' days, so I guess we can have that. Uh, it's Veterans Day, as you know, and you might be wondering, well, how do I, how do I participate? And I'm not going to give you the details, but but my mother has a Veterans Day thing, and I'm so impressed with it and her 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 diligence and what she does to make Veterans Day part of her calendar. And it's one of the things that um, really, really make me proud to be her son. And it challenges, I think, me and others to try and find ways to be more grateful on Veterans Day. So, you know, what what can you do? Um, One, you can put out an American flag. Like, that would be helpful on a day like today. You can express your family's thanks in words and pictures and remember... Veterans, family members, too. You know, a lot of people are doing that on social media uh, today. Here's kind of a different one. And there is an organization where you can do it more broadly if you want, but you can also do it just locally in your own way. You could share your leftover Halloween candy with veterans through an organization called Operation Gratitude. I've heard that, yes. Huh. So here we are 11 days beyond Halloween. You probably, I know we still got candy laying around. <laughs> That isn't going to spoil anytime soon. And so, but I think, I mean, it'd be great to go donate it to Operation Gratitude, but I think it would also be neat to just go hand out little Ziplocs full of candy to veterans on a day like today. That'd be a nice uh, personal touch. You can donate a wreath by signing up for something called Wreaths Across America. Mm-hmm. A lot of military, a lot of military cemeteries are decorated on days like today. So, and those wreaths aren't just for Veterans Day. They do wreaths for other holidays as well. And then you can wear celebratory clothing to show your support for veterans. So it's just some small ways that really don't require much effort or much money to be able to uh, participate. So uh, why is Veterans Day on the 11th? We've covered it multiple times this week, but in case you missed the show earlier, the World War I armistice was signed on November 11th, 1918, at 11.11 11 a.m., and so still to this day, there is a pause to commemorate the armistice of World War One, which I would think that may be the least known, I don't know, the Spanish-American or the War of 1812. Maybe those aren't as known, but I think World War One 
maybe gets less pub than World War II, the Civil War, uh, Vietnam War, etc. Of course, our longest-running war in the in the Middle East gets a lot of attention because it's more recent. But that's why it's November 11th. It's been moved around. Veterans Day was in October, but then it got moved back to November to line up with the Armistice Day from the end of uh, the World War One. It uh, remember I told you yesterday there's no apostrophe in it. It's Veterans Day, and is it a federal holiday? You betcha, it is. So <laughs> most of your, a lot of your government offices are closed today. Not even it's not even just federal offices, but county offices. I don't know about the municipalities, and so anyway, it's a good day to, good day to set aside, and pay tribute to those who have served our nation. Y'all got a hard shell bug over there? Yeah. I, sh- I can just tell by your reaction. Like that. I, I mean, it's close. It's something like that, yeah. Uh, something like that. Uh-huh. Oh, in no. fact, here, we'll just do this. Uh, okay. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Sam's yeah. play toy got away from him. My stress ball. Sam's got a chew toy that he brings to the studio. Uh, I need something in my hands, and I drop it at least once a week. Well... It's a good thing you got it in. It's Friday. You were uh, running out of opportunities. Well, you see, to drop you, it. usually it goes like across the room. Mm-hmm. I, I I think last week I thought I killed Dennis. Uh, it, what he he thought it was like a he thought he was getting got. Uh, I got you. Thought it was a mouse or something that was coming at him. A new survey shows the five most salivating sides for Thanksgiving. Hey, we are inside two weeks. I mean, Black Friday is two weeks from today, so you'll be you'll t- uh, two weeks from today you'll be going. I can't believe I ate so much yesterday. Here are the top five most popular holiday dishes. Numero uno, mashed potatoes. Listen, I'm digging that divided plate right there. You like that divided plate? Yeah. I mean, you you eat, you eat use a layers that's sectioned off like yes, Disney World, but when when she's not looking. So here's a grown-up sectioned off plate. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm sure you can find those if you want to look. Sweet potatoes is at number two. Green bean casseroles at number three. Stuffing and dressing is at number four. Mac and cheese is at number five. The five most salivating sides. Stuffing above mac and cheese is a crime. Mac and cheese deserves way above stuffing. It depends mac on che- how they're made. Both of them for me. They could uh, flip flop for me. I think you could take the box of Kraft mac and cheese and it'd be better than most stuffings. Sam, not a fan. Mac and cheese gets the whole year. Mac huh. and cheese is available uh, February. You're right. April, which it's means available. it's just as good yeah. on on Thanksgiving. Why Day? cannot you concede that stuffing and dressing deserves to be front and center and at the fore? It nobody ever says what are you going to have for Thanksgiving? Turkey and mac and cheese. They say turkey and dressing. Not me. Turkey and stuffing. You you don't put mac and cheese in the cavity of a turkey. I bet you'd be better. <laughs> you uh, you want to test it with a food thermometer before you eat it. Trust me. I mean, I don't know from experience. I'm just saying I don't want you to get sick. But think uh, all the different ways you can do the mac and cheese, though. It, I'm it, trying. In, in uh-huh. your dressing. And I'm perplexed. Uh-huh. Arby's, uh, mac and cheese is definitely better. Arby's has added a new Reese's peanut butter cup cookie. Uh-oh. Look out. I mean, I'll try it. I mean, if, what, 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 would, what would be wrong with it? <laughs> yeah, that's my I mean, thing. I mean, I'll try it if you insist. If they're going to add something, could they add a different side, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm bummed out. Like, at least at the one that I would go to from time to time, no salads at all anymore. I'm like, mm. Well, this is where I would go for the mac and cheese. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't have dressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cause, new cause, curly fries or not because they're intelligent the new heinz bottle cap took one hundred eighty-five thousand hours to design and it will be easier to recycle they did not go through 57 varieties of the bottle caps before they settled on their new design but it was close nine years of development 185,000 hours and 45 iterations and what they are trying to do is find a more uh, decom- decomposition-friendly cap, but one that still doesn't leak. Or because so much now the bottles are upside down. You know, early in my life, ketchup bottles were always right side up. Uh, 
and now they make them to go upside down, but because of gravity, they got to make sure that they don't leak and get messy and all that stuff. Why you got your eyebrows all jacked up? I mean, well, I, it's interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm all for the, them being more biodegradable and all that, but they're, I don't know. And less mess? Well, good luck on the less mess. Uh, I just, uh, at our house, I mean, please. Well, we buy the quantity, though, that they still put the cap on the top because there's a lot of it. The smaller ones. Well, mm-hmm. but it still managed to get it turned upside down in our fridge. Because mm-hmm, when it starts to run out, you can't get mm-hmm. the goodness when you need, so you got to turn and it upside turn down. The, or open the lid. To and let it, it settle. This made me laugh. In some places, when you win the lottery, you can remain anonymous, and in some places, you can't. And it's always kind of, you know, people will talk about, well, if you won, would you tell anyone? Well, I'd avoid it for as long as I possibly could. But in China, a man in the People's Republic, they didn't, I don't think they had to name him, but he was named, but he didn't want to be photographed in winning the lottery. So he showed up to accept his $30 million prize wearing a big mascot costume. I don't recognize what this mascot is. It may be something just known in China, but it looks like... A toothpaste dollop. Huh. You see where the... Yeah, yeah my, our, our, my picture machine's broken. Yeah, it's okay. That. I was just, just going to show here where the... So that's what he... I'm sorry, where was this? China. China? Uh-huh. I'm surprised it wasn't It looks like an a ice cat. cream cone. You're surprised it's not a cat? Yeah, yeah. because they... they right. Uh, yeah. Hello Kitty? Yeah. It, isn't Hello Kitty no, Japan? Japan, yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. Well, oh. and we got, we got it all mixed up even on Origami Day. We shouldn't... We, we shouldn't do that. And then, oh, I know that I've been the envy of not just the company, but the envy of the community, really, that I am one of the rare few that has lived here long enough that I was honored to be able to see the man with the biggest foot in the world. <laughs> it would have been circa 1987, 88, in that range. When our community was the, we were a stop, we were a stop on the caravan for the man with the biggest foot in the world. It was quite amazing because he walked, he talked, he drive, he drove a car, according to his uh, his barker. It was only a quarter. It was two dimes and a nickel. You could stay as long as you like. You could leave when you get ready to be able to see the man with the biggest foot in the world. Well, I have now lived long enough to not only see the man with the biggest foot in the world, but I believe I've been able to find the man with the longest thumb in the world. He's a professional hitchhiker. <laughs> his, name, his name is Jacob. He's age 23. His thumb is five inches long. His thumb is five inches long. My picture machine's broken. That's okay. Right, we'll, get it, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get back it, to it, it later. So he's yeah, a yep about that he's a professional yeah. he's a professional hitchhiker and then when he's not hitchhiking he is a professional thumb wrestler and he will take all comers on thumb That's wrestling funny. it is really weird it's not a thick thumb either it's very long and weird looking we'll try to show you a picture later or you can probably uh, google it if you'd like to we got to get to a break we'll come back today's water cooler question it will be your chance to win you can see uh the show at Lincoln Jamboree tomorrow night, if you win. Coming up here on In the Know. Did you know the three things pregnant women dream most during the first trimester are frogs, worms, and potted plants. Hmm. Those are the three things that uh, pregnant women dream about most in their first trimester. So uh, I thought that was odd, too. Like I, I, I can almost understand potted plants, but frogs and worms don't really, was, don't would, really make sense. She probably dreams about potted plants every, almost every night, right? Probably yeah. so. Uh, yeah, she had to step out for a second. By the way, we are going to we, – we will do our thankful giving uh, day number 11 – Momentarily, we've kind of been focused on Veterans Day so far this morning, but we will tell you what's going in the box for today. We'll do that 
uh, coming up in just a few minutes. But let's get to today's water cooler question. It's your chance to see the show tomorrow night at the Lincoln Jamboree. It's a full night of uh, full night of entertainment. It will be. Uh, two different sets. One is a big tribute to the Judds. One is a family from uh, Missouri with a really compelling story and great uh, entertainment. And we have two tickets for you to be at the Lincoln Jamboree tomorrow night. Remember, the show starts an hour earlier than normal. But you have to text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. of us get stressed out by these. 13% of us get stressed out by these two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand they don't have enough paper for me <laughs> uh, honey by the way today's did you know was did you know the three things pregnant women dream of most during the first trimester are frogs worms and potted plants Interesting. Wasn't that odd? I could buy. I told Sam I could buy potted plants, but frogs and worms, I, that didn't make sense to me. Um, that's interesting. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. 13% of us get stressed out by these. What are they? I hate them. Okay. <laughs> that just at least gave me one answer. Yeah. I have some. I have some. I have some very, very strong rules on this. Sam thinks he's got a head start. Weekend movie premieres Wakanda Forever is out in theaters today. I've not seen the I've not seen the first one. I started it's it. Good. I've heard it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really good. And there was something I started it in the opening sequence it was so dark or something that I just couldn't get on board and so I stopped it and I said I need to watch this some other time when when I'm ready for mm-hmm. it. So now, now I've got two in the pipeline. I guess two, more than two, or just just two? just two. I this think. is the second one, and then Spirited is out this weekend as yeah, well. I imagine nobody wants to go up against that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stay away from having to go up against Wakanda. The classic Judy Bloom novel called Forever is going to become a Netflix series. Her Aww. 1975 novel is being reimagined for a new generation as a Netflix series of the same name. Okay. Mara Brock Akil from Girlfriends and Being Mary Jane fame will serve as a showrunner and executive producer for the project. So good good for you. Uh, Halloween is in the rear view. Thanksgiving is less than two weeks away. You can go ahead and mark your calendars. Mariah Carey has a new two-hour CBS Christmas special. It will air December 20th on CBS right on schedule. See, I think some December the 20th, I think that it's perfectly acceptable, obviously, mm-hmm. to be celebrating Mariah Carey. This is this is the um, what what we're going to put into uh, Mariah's coffers for the next month is what she's going to live on for the next year. Well, she probably makes plenty. <laughs> she makes a lot in the month of December. Um, Jennifer Aniston has been in the news a lot this week talking about her struggles with IVF. She did an interview with Vogue and was talking about infertility and the struggles and how many other, uh, not just American women, but women around the globe struggle. And so she had to be kind of very uh, forthright about that. But one of the also, one of the other things she has done in her, um, she said, she told Allure this, she said she hates social media and says she's not good at it. It's torture for me. And it's not just because she's Jennifer Aniston, but if you know famously, she was one of the few celebrities that weren't on Instagram, and someone finally talked her into it, and she, you know, the audience that she accumulated in such a short period of time. The weird thing is she's a young woman by general standards. It amazes me people my age, and even who are just a handful of years older than me, that I'll run into that will say, I don't know anything about all that tech stuff. <laughs> and it just amazes me that it's not like, I know Sam thinks I went to school in a one-room school that had a you know a stove in the middle of it, and all the grades were in one I room. Didn't even think you got that far. We drove the buckboard to school. Um, but It's like Little House on the Prairie, right? It was exactly like it. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, was, I mean, Willie Olson and I were best friends. Did you go to the mercantile? Uh, every day. Yeah, got a 
got a plug of licorice every day from oh old, man, old man Olson. Uh, rare occasion, we got to take a field trip to Mankato. <laughs> but people my age that I run into that say, I don't know anything about all that computer stuff. I, it just amazes me mm-hmm. because it's it's just not. I think it's a choice. I, I think so, too. And then, But then I also, when a person tells me that and I walk away from them, I go, maybe they know something I don't. Like, well, no, like maybe life is somehow better. My dad doesn't do any social media except for LinkedIn. I know that's not the same thing. My but dad it's kinda... certainly does not do any. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bless uh, it. Um, yes? Do you want to put some food in some boxes? Can I want to do it in the last segment. Oh, if we can. sure. Can yeah. we do that? Yeah. Okay, let me see. Uh, 13% of us. Oh, no. 13, 13, oh, there we go. 13%. I sounded like Ralphie when he's te- what was the thing? At? Oh no! On, oh, maybe broke his glasses or something. Thirteen percent of us are stressed out by these. Let me run through the list. Da 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 da. da. Nope, nope. No. Thirteen and one hundred of us are stressed out by these. What are they? Uh, Rihanna has dropped a new Wakanda Forever single called "Born Again." <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I'm maybe technically days older than Leanne. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I it's within one calendar year at least. But I'll okay. I'll take it. And then Giselle Bunchen bought a multi-million-dollar mansion across from Tom Brady. This puzzles me. I'm like, I, I'm okay. I know that you know th- things don't work out. You need to split up and whatever. But why would you move across the street from somebody that you say, I don't want you in my life anymore? Really <laughs> weird. The kids? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Do they have children? Has that's to be, three or four, yeah. They also have drivers and chauffeurs. And, well, yeah, that's the thing. But... She's the one who makes more money than him. That's right, yeah. Globally, she's uh, she's more, more I successful. I mean, I don't think that's stupid if they have children. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Middle. MB's point to ponder for today. What's the most addictive game on your phone that you have played? Um, I mean, for me, it's Disney Kingdoms. It is still that? I mean, yeah, I play two others, so, but if I had to I choose, Right now, I don't have any games that I play. I, you know, I've played Song Pop and Trivia Crack and, like, uh, all those yeah. that have been, but they've just kind of cycled out. The one that I had to stop playing... Where I said, to go any further, I'm going to have to spend money, and I'm not willing to do it, was Candy Crush. See, I, I got, I I got Candy mom, Crush to a level, and I was like, I have to stop this, and I deleted it. My mom was big into Candy Crush. She was. Yeah, I don't remember what levels she got to, but I, I, I could be making it up, but I won't even want to say she got to the level where they were out of levels. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> and yeah. then they, they were like saying, we have to create more. <laughs> there have been a few games I have uh, uh-huh. speculated that they were just waiting on <laughs> uh-huh. her. Like they were trying, uh-huh. they were somebody was in a back room somewhere coding new levels just to keep up uh-huh. with, with her. I, but I play that Disney Kingdoms game that she plays. But to me, it's like a Sims game, and it's just something you know. You do it once a day. You can do it once a day. Or you can do it twice a day, and what? And so I, en- I enjoy it. Temple I, Run that was a good one. Was that a good one? Uh-huh. Anyway. I do a word game. I think it's Word Connect or I don't know, but it, it's a brain game, and I'm. I get in tournaments. I'm pretty addicted to it. 6894 knew the answer was group texts. Group text messages stress us out. And I got, ooh, I just, listen, there's sometimes people will put me in a group text. I had one happen last week. And I thought, don't drag me into this. Like, I, I don't want any part of this. And then there are others then you say, like, people will be trying to, like, hey, I'm going to start a group text and I'm going to put you in it and this is going to be funny. And, like, I got no time. I got, I, got, I got no time for it. And then familial group text messages. Here's what you get. You get one group text to the group. Everyone gets one response. Then the originator of the group text gets a summary text, and that's it. If you need to have any more conversation, sidebar it. Go mm-hmm. over. It. There is a way to direct text mm-hmm. message if you need to have sidebars. That's how you do it. I love it when you get put in one and you're on air, and there's nothing you can do about it, and you just feel your watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay, it's day number eleven of thankful giving. 
We kind of rearranged the show today to focus on veterans. We want to also refocus on Thankful Giving Day 11. Today is canned chili beans. So we have canned chili beans that we are putting into the uh, into our boxes. Yes. And then we also have, for tomorrow, day number 12, will be the box of crackers. So we have three boxes of crackers, three cans of canned chili beans in our three boxes that are going in. And so uh, canned chili beans today, box of crackers tomorrow. And then you can see on screen what the next few days are. If you're doing your shopping this weekend, you can go ahead and work ahead. Oh, instant oatmeal. That's what it says. I did also want to say earlier this week, I didn't give her full credit, but uh, congratulations to Becky Miller. She, earlier this week, she dropped their box off, like, like did it in a couple of days and just took care of it. And I was like, okay, overachiever. There you first, go. First lady, right? First lady elect, I guess. First, mm-hmm. first lady elect. I love it mm-hmm. that yeah. she turned hers in. And there are people who, you know... Um, I know one of the others that I'm going to be dropping off for uh, Miss Patty. Mm-hmm. She is getting very, very close to hers, to finishing hers. That's good. So. I, it, I know you have done a lot of the shopping, but some people are doing them in spurts. So yes, they'll do two or three correct. days at a time and mm-hmm. try to get – you can't go to the store every day, obviously. No, I mean, no. On television tonight – okay, so I took, care, I took care of the water cooler question. We talk about group texts. We talk about we got thankful giving day number days eleven and twelve out of the way. We'll do thirteen and fourteen on Monday, Correct. and then uh, hang on. get rid of that. And then on television, the greatest at home videos. Thanks and giving tonight. Luke Bryan joins Cedric the Entertainer. Undercover Boss is on CNBC tomorrow night. Dave Chappelle hosts SNL tomorrow night. Did you all hear some of the staff writers boycotted? They said we're we're not. We're not working this week if Dave Chappelle is the host, which makes me want to watch even more. <laughs> Yellowstone is the season five premiere on Sunday. Whew. You think we can put the kid to bed and then stay up late and watch Yellowstone? I don't want to have to come to work Monday without knowing what happens I, on I, Yellowstone. I, I can't even. Our television list is just so. I know, but I, this I takes can't. priority. This goes to like the front of the line. Yeah. Dutton's going to become the governor. Oh. Spoiler. Spoiler. Sorry. I was going to say, I haven't seen the first four seasons. so. Uh, well, but you can hear that on, I mean, the that's commercial. The promo. Yeah, yeah, the promo, you hear him getting sworn in. Sunday so Night it's... Football, Chargers at 49ers. Battle of California. Goodness, we're behind today. Yes, we are. Uh, but veterans are worth it. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day, 1918, fighting in World War One ended as the Allies in Germany signed an armistice in the Fort of Compania. I'll skip all the other historical events because, really, that's the one you need to know the most about. Birthdays today, Stanley Tucci is 62, Demi Moore is 60, Callista Flockhart is 58, Leonardo DiCaprio is 48 today, gone but not forgotten, Abigail Smith Adams in 1744, Fyodor Dostoevsky in 1821, General George S. Patton was born in 1885, Jonathan Winters was born in 1925. It's under the big W. And also our good friend Roger Lush's birthday is today. Roger? Uh-huh. Roger Lush is <laughs> the, celebrating a birthday today? The, the only NC State fan that, that I think is from Grayson County. And right? the only one I'll tolerate. <laughs> well, I mean, it, as he would say, it could be worse. He could be a puke or tar hole fan. Yeah, that could be worse. Um, chart toppers. 1961, Brenda Thank Lee you. was number one. 60. Ooh, the big six zero. Uh-huh. Wow. Happy birthday. Brenda Lee. For your birthday, Roger, I'm, I'm dedicating this, this Brenda Lee song to you. You can be full number one or full number two, whichever you like. I always think it's better to be number one because number two is kind of stinky. It's weird hearing Brenda Lee sing something that's not. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Which, agreed. Kiss, uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Is that rocking around. Rocking around. Rock around. Thank you. Nineteen seventy, the Carpenters were number one. We've only just begun, but in nineteen seventy nine, the Commodores were number one. With still, and I'm without you once again. Mm. A little too slow. Well, I remember the other uh, marching band played this song too. It was whew, when they just turned and bah, bah. I'll never forget. It. Let's go to 1988. Kylie Minogue, number one, The Locomotion. Shania Twain, Love Gets Me Every Time in 97. Justin Timberlake, My Love in 06. J 
Justin Bieber, What Do You Mean, seven years ago today. Thank you, veterans. Thank you for your service to our nation and protecting our freedoms. We um, we enjoy the freedoms every day thanks to the work that you have done service to our nation. Impey's Pearl of Wisdom for today. In peace, sons bury their fathers. In war, fathers bury their sons. In peace, sons bury their fathers. In war, fathers bury their sons. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.